0: I feel like a day now, it's me Alan Smith we we wee the today's paper on Wednesday, March 23rd. So, the um, front page of paper today is a A96 dual U-turn betrayal would waste over £78 million. Pounds. So this is more than £78 million has already been spent on the A96 duelling scheme that remains at risk of being abandoned. The figure was revealed for the first time in a Scottish government response to a Freedom of Information request. And it has led to ministers being warned that failing to follow through on promises to the folk of the North and Northeast would represent a monumental waste of taxpayers' money. The sum has been used on the substantial development work since 2013, which the SNP say will inform a review due this year. It was announced following a power sharing agreement with the Greens, who believe fully dueling the road is not viable. Conservative North East MSP Liam Kerr said the A96 needs to be fully dueled to give uh, drivers a safer and improved journey between Aberdeen and Baness, drive the economy for it and ensure our emergency services can get, get far the need without delays. Uh, Fitmax says ridiculous situation even worse is £78 million has already been spent on a project Uh, The Coalition of Chaos seems to be uh, finding ever more creative excuses to back out of. So, well, that's, um, you know, a lot of money they've spent on um, surveys and reviews and stuff like that. So, you know, fingers crossed they'll be able to use some of the information. And if they can't do the hell lot, surely they can do good long chunks out because it is is a heck of a road to drive up like that. You know, it's near the best, and especially the next couple of years, probably going to be even worse. We are the the motorhomes, nothing going to go. So, you know, if there's bitties here and there, it's going to be a difficult. Well, fair enough, but you know, if uh, 90% or 95% of it is dual carriageway, then I think muckle folk could really complain about it. But uh, we'll see. There's a folk will complain about it, I suppose. um, One to watch out for. Now, here is a new lease of life for Ellen as the Coonsal HQ plans get approval. So uh, Coonsal has predicted a golden age for the heart of Ellen as they unanimously approved plans for a huge new Toon Centre office complex. The new local authority building will be created on the old Ellen Academy site. It will bring a new library, family resource centre and registrar's office together under one roof with space for about 160 workers. Members of the Formartin area rubber-stamped the proposal yesterday. Uh, Künstler Louise McAllister reckons the Aberdeenshire Council development will inject new life into Ellen. She said, I think the regeneration of the Toon Centre will only be helped by by the addition of this building. The additional foodfall uh, for the Toon Centre shops and cafes will help to reduce if it was lost when the school moved. Um, It's hoped that most of the staff in the building will venture out into the seats of Ellen during their lunch breaks. Well, (laughs) there's nothing better to do, maybe. uh, that's really going to be positive for us, so maybe I'm sure it will be. Uh, Nigel Woolley, who abides across the road, attended the virtual meeting to urge councillors to change the layout of the scheme, though. So he said there's going to be a uh, material loss of light from, from this building to the properties belonging to myself, my neighbours, and those in Benavi Court. We are going to be overshadowed by this building with its current location. He added that the offices would create a significant loss of privacy by overlooking into the bedrooms of his and other properties along Bridge Street. He says, you're welcome to Cameroon to my house, uh, come run to my lounge and bedroom, and you will come in to the same conclusion about loss of privacy, he added. But these concerns were swatted aside by officials who argue that his house is too far away to have been taken into account during prepar- preparatory work. Uh, and Gillian Owen led calls for the application to be approved. The Tory-Kunzler said the development would be a fantastic addition to the tune and it would help the local economy. Um, she added a condition that would see a rumble Sip installed on union street to encourage drivers to slow down Uh, her suggestion was unanimously unanimously supported by the rest of the committee the new facility will be built on the western side of bridge street but the north of the site will remain empty and is expected to be developed separately Uh, demolition work started on the two former ellen academy buildings back in september 2016 and the site has been lying empty ever since so um well it certainly would help uh, you know, Mark middle Ellen island look a bit better and it would be Mark's sense to put stuff like that in the middle of places so, from um, folk can, going out and about and look at that uh, the island has to offer so, um, apart from that, If I was um, good to be hey, folk gaping into his bedroom morning and noon and night but, well, well, he'll just have to get thicker cackler things Now, here is uh, MP's trial is paused to let the witnesses catch uh, ferries, apparently, so the trial of an SNP MP if I was accused of dangerous driving after a crash which saw a 17-year-old seriously hurt has been adjourned because the politician and witnesses had to catch the ferry's home. Uh, Angus McNeil appeared at the Lochmaddy Sheriff Court in the Outer Hebrides accused of the uh, driving offence in which the bike rider suffered serious injuries to his leg on October 30th, 2020. The 51-year-old Western Isles MP denies the charges made against him. Sheriff Gordon Lament was told by the mechanic that, as a result of his injuries, he now finds it hard to work because of the pain. The court heard how the rider was travelling along the A888 near the Castle Bay Community School on McNeil's home island of Barra, when McNeil pulled out and crashed into the teenager. The driver, who was now 18, was taken to hospital where he went through surgery to treat his fractured leg. He has been left with permanent scarring. Uh, at the conclusion of his evidence the court was told both the witnesses uh, and McNeil needed to catch ferries to get home. Lochmadi Sheriff Court only sits once every four weeks, and Sheriff Lament said the case would be adjourned until May the eighteenth. The trial continues, so well, I mean, it may be funny, but could they have just heard that somewhere father could have been done and dusted in a couple of days or something, and then uh, you know, I'm sure there could be a hotel somewhere in anyway, uh, the far away that Fuku anyway you know, sometimes the law takes a long time to get it right, so we'll see if it does in this case. But, um, that's, uh, you know, but to a, a for a loon, if he's hit a fractured leg and it's, it's still in a yet. but, um, we'll see if it happens with this scene. I think it might drag on for a while at that rate. Could be months. Now, here is a TV drama, It's a fresh twist on a canoe couple so the creators of an ITV drama about canoe couple John and Anne Darwin who faked his death for money, hoped to bring a new theme to the story, forgiveness. The Darwin's jaw-dropping deception tricked insurers, bobeys and even their sons, two sons into believing the ex-prison officer had died in a North Sea accident in 2002. Uh, the couple started a new life in Panama, but the tale unraveled when John came back for the deed in 2007 claiming to have suffered amnesia. They were jailed for the fraud, and the extent of the parents' deception shocked the world. The thief, his wife, and the canoe, which airs next month, explores the extent of Anne's culpability and how much she was forced to gang along uh, with her husband's plan. Um, it, it, this, the script at times is funny, and it gives Anne a sympathetic hearing without shying away from the incredible hurt she inflicted on her beloved, uh, on her loved ones. The sons, Anthony and Mark, are shown supporting their supposedly widowed mother for years. Throwing wreaths into North Sea in front of Anne's house father, father was hiding next door uh, When the sons visit her and see in Caroo near Hartlepool John listens to their conversations through the dividing wires um, Writer Chris Lang wanted the audience to debate among themselves Just how much to blame Anne The final of four episodes shows her efforts to rebuild her family life In a way John, for his remarried and bides in the Philippines, has not uh, Her attempts at reconciliation and her obvious feelings of guilt in a, a counterpoint to John, give the story a fresh twist. Uh, Lang said, good people do bad things, let's try and understand. Let's try and forgive because if her sons can forgive her, I could hope that we can as well. Um, so, the she, she used the unusual defence of uh, marital coercion, claiming her domineering husband had forced her to go through with the massive deception. It failed. But some observers have said that in a post me two world, um, her explanation would get a mere sympathetic hearing. So, well, that don't know if anybody minds about that thing. I did mind it was a big story at the time, because um, obviously it was a bit of, like uh, Reggie Perrin kind of thing. He was like, you know, trying to make out he uh, drowned at sea and, um, you know, at the time he was like Biden in Panama. And, um, you know, I think I maybe be something to that actually, because he, he seemed to be a bit of um, forceful kind of character, I will say, and his wife didn't bide me for for nothing good fun dude after being released. But anyway, um, you know, it might be quite a good story to see and we'll, we'll see if it um, folk muck out once they've watched it themselves. But uh, yeah, very, very tricky. And, and um, you know, it's hard to believe doing not to your own kids like to muck on at your deed and then um, you're sitting next door listening to what they're saying. I mean, that's a bit of OTT, art I think. I mean, yeah. it'd be hard-pressed it to jump in and say no if this is, you know, can I get Dad's whiskey collection or something. Now, here is a pupil is arrested after two teachers are killed. This is in a, two teachers have been killed by a pupil at a high school in southern Sweden, police have said. The 18-year-old suspect was arrested on the scene on Monday in Malmo in Sweden. The victims were two female teachers in their 50s, the Bobby said. The suspect was not previously known to the bobbies and had no criminal record, and officers did not disclose how the teachers were killed. A motive has yet to be established. Um, for now, it is far too early to comment on that, the Malmo Police Chief Petra uh, Stankula said. She said um, officers arrived and found uh, one uh, suspect and two victims on the third floor of the Malmo Latin School 10 minutes after they were alerted, adding that the situation was then under control. Uh, Bobby's made seizures and a forensic examination uh, will allow us to better understand if it happened. Um, she said uh, she added that the authorities have no information that there were more injured. Uh Bobby said they were called at 5:12 uh, on Monday afternoon pupils at the school which is about eleven hundred students had gathered to work on a musical students locked themselves inside classrooms during the incident Sweden's prime minister Magdalena Andersson said she reacted with sadness and dismay over the killing so well I put that job for um, you know for teachers just trying to do their absolute best and um you know it's it's very very difficult with them um, Lord knows if Kamura, alone. But, you know, just thinking back, I mean, come on, for me and some of my pals were at school, we, we were a great big hulking brutes, and with cheapers. Some of the oh, wifey teachers, and I, some of them you're absolutely terrified of. It nay so much, but, um, you know, some of them could just learn how to keep kids under control. I suppose it's just coming with experience, but, you know, that's two like, wifey, and they're in their 50s, you would think they would have a lot of experience with kids, but fuck I can't, so would have made them um, Somebody snap and defeat of the Lord only knows But anyway um, You know, thoughts with their families anyway That's for sure, what a shame Now, here is uh, Finish up with sport as normal now So back page of paper day Is a uh, sky's element limit for breath of fresh air dawn star. So Aberdeen manager Jim Goodwin Insists the sky's element limit for uh, teenage midfielder Conor Barron The 19-year-old has been a mainstay of the side Starting the last six matches And his performances have resulted in him receiving his first call-up To the Scotland under-21 squad So um, Goodwin just saying You know It reflects the good work has been done at Aberdeen There's him And um, uh, Calvin Ramsey uh, In the under-21s And obviously Lewis Ferguson In the senior team Is a You know A, a great um, Advert for, for For Aberdeen's Day up here And uh, long may continue So um, Yeah Well good luck to A lot of them And um, certainly If nothing's Settled down again After the internationals Come on Aberdeen now, that's me done for the announcement. I'll be published through today's uh, present Journal on Wednesday, March 23rd, uh, 2022. Um, and that might be the last thing with for the P and J for a week because eh? um, I'm going to have a hold this again for a wee while so um, if I pop on hang on the Doric Express, it might be if it's happening or in uh Fort or um over Air or uh, Fail Not if there's uh, an English paper today out date, maybe something out of the but um, we'll see how I come on. Um, anyway, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Um, it's uh, you know hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, if you can maybe tell a pal, this for the fathered if it's um, you know a tween Aberdeen and adelaide or anyway, and a tween, just let them kind of the Doric Express, and if they can log in noon again, that would just be fantastic. So in the meantime, as I say, thank you very much. Cheers now, hope it comes to look. So long for stories that you've made, I